My name is Jamie Piles. I joined Samaritan in December of 1996, so I'm coming up on 24 years. When people ask me, does it really work? I say, oh, it works fantastic. I send my money to somebody every month. But we had a need with my wife. Uh, was it spent a little bit of time in the hospital about three months ago, and so I had, I had a checklist with about 39 names on it, and 39 checks came in. Some of the cards, some of the things people had to say, it was amazing to watch. Toby's already being a problem. <laughs> already. He's been gone all week. Hey, hey, what time did I get up this morning? Probably very early. <laughs> I understand. Pastor Toby, Chuck Knox, I'm the water boy, and we also got A.J. Hurley, Ooh. the only theonomist in L.A., <laughs> in California probably in total, um, to although they had, they had they had Bonson. Bonson's they from California. They got there's some there's Brush Dooney. But they're all in hiding, I think. A. Yeah, it's true. Hey, AJ McCarthy is the anonymous too. <laughs> yeah, he did. He had a pre- he did a press release Just on that. Just don't say they repented of their uh, old view of Romans 13. So, so uh, I, I had this gentleman from this church in, in Michigan okay. uh-huh. send us a couple t-shirts. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. And, Here we and, go. Um, uh, I don't like when we do this. You know uh-huh. I don't t-shirts. like this? Oh, are, defy, defy tyrants, tyrants? t-shirts okay. okay let me make sure this is the right see one. when you there set it up like that's that yours. you can't say i don't like the t-shirt no, no. a church sent you t-shirts they gotta be amazing and so so here's the deal um this gentleman from his church there said hey my pastor from ridge covenant church pastor andy parker okay. um he's one of the few churches that did not shut down okay in michigan okay and he said i'd love to send you guys some shirts you've been encouragement and oh. we please let my pastor know on on uh cross politic yeah that you know i'm uh you know kind of honor my pastor on cross what's his name pastor andy parker from ridge covenant church so good work andy, pastor parker, andy parker ridge yeah. covenant we salute you sir church. yeah give him give him give him something uh, 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 we, we do i should okay, yeah. okay. give him a, a shotgun i or, got a shotgun you know uh, i don't know i got a preach preach oh that's Perfect. There we go. There you go. Okay. So way to go, Michigan. Yeah. Fight them tyrants. Okay. And then. Oh, yeah, that, okay. And then that's where Whitmer is. Remember? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, no. 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 So, <laughs> and then our buddies from I love this name Forge Beard Company. Forge Beard. Forge Beard Company. Send us some beard oil. What do you do? You drink this? Stuff? Um, I don't. <laughs> you put this in your whiskey. That, that, yeah. That's what you do. <laughs> put it in your whiskey. Yeah. And Knox likes his stickers. Oh, that's a sticker there. Oh, my new mat. Forge Beard Company. Whoa, some we got beard a oil. And a beard oil. And so uh, I'm excited about this. Put like it on. You know, my wife. My wife likes beard oil. There you go. On me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just, just to be clear about that. You know who also likes beard oil is Aaron, Moses' brother. Oh, right. Um, Psalm 133. That's right. He likes a little beard oil. This, this is a test it's a right sign here. of unity. How's this stuff smell? If it smells, I don't, smell, I don't know. That's, that's, that's always the test. What do you think? Like a dead tree. <laughs> nice. This is that's manly. You're like saying. a dead tree. You're yes. manly. Yeah, like, 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 yes, absolutely. Like Sawdust been, and been dead like trees. Rotten. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. good. That's yeah, good. It okay. passes a sniff okay. test. All right. So was that? Was that? was robust, woody, and coffee. Oh. That's that's what it says. That, that you, Knox nailed it. Dead tree. Dead okay. tree. The other thing is, hey, y'all, make sure you download the app. This is If you haven't already kind of figured out this kind of a special cross-politics Sunday night special, we've been at CREC a Council. Special. Our, our special council. Special. Special, it's a special, special, special. We've been at our council <laughs> all in week. Monroe, Louisiana. Which, by the way, we got to say sorry for not doing a news brief. We didn't brief. do a news brief all week. We apologize for that. We had a bunch of people reach out and saying, hey, did they get canceled on, on news briefs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> kind of. And uh, so it was a really good time yeah, uh, we, hanging out with the pastors. We're actually going to release a show in about a week and a half with a couple of the pastors from CREC Council. Yeah, we're, yes. we're, so CREC is Communion of Reformed Evangelical Churches, and that's yeah. the denomination that Christ Church here in Moscow was a yeah. part of. Yep. And so we, it was the big international meeting with all the churches, and uh, it was a great time. We're, we'll drop a, a show time. with a couple of those pastors. Yep. And uh, then while we were down there, we got to interview. We drove. We were in Monroe. We drove three and a half hours to Baton Rouge to sit down with Rod Rear. So we got some good. great yeah. sit-down time. We had a, a talk, kind talk, of a live not by lies. Live not by I lies. I like that guy, by the way. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of an evangelical Eastern Orthodox um, so, but we had a lot of fun with Rod and everything. And so that show will be dropping, in, I think, two Sundays from now. It was okay. one of our Sunday specials yeah, well, and everything. So, yeah. um, uh, look forward to that. It was, uh, we're all tired and exhausted, but it's good to be here That's back in the studio. Kind of it's a good kind of tired. Apologies. Yep. It's coming. So it's make coming. sure you download our app. As you know, we're still suspended from YouTube. So our app is going to be the best place to go. We're actually going to be. Yeah. Um, so you guys, for you guys to know, we're going to be putting our worldview series in our app. So club okay. members. The worldview shotgun series. The worldview shotgun yeah. series is going to go in the app. 
Boom. And uh, uh, but, I got some other things. But the I shotgun and the worldview shotgun oh, series that's a whole different is thing. like mm-hmm. you yeah. guys. You guys, you got to just listen to the worldview shotgun series just for the shotgun. Yeah, yeah. it's because Knox it's put together like the, yeah. the shotgun the, of shotguns. Of shotguns. <laughs> yes, that's right. Hey, this show's brought to you by Works. It is said that carrying a gun is not supposed to be comfortable. It's supposed to be comforting. Shan and his team at Works, that's mm-hmm. what works with a Z. Oh, it's right up there on the screen. Look at that. Yeah, Light-bearing right holsters. Believe a holster should be pleasant, concealable, and accessible. Works light-bearing holsters are designed to work with a range of different attachments so you can find the optimal carry style that suits you. Um, you know, you know, they gave us lights and, and yes. that go on the... Our, our uh, handguns. I'm wearing one right now. Whoa! And then uh, and then the holster is made t- to to fit that gun and light. Yep. Setup. Anyways, um, you can use their holster finder at works.com. That's works with a Z dot com forward slash cross politics. So you can carry comfortably and prepare prepared to defend yourself day and night. Colonel Jeff Cooper said, "Carrying a gun is not supposed to be comfortable. It's supposed to be comforting." But what if you I can get both? I want to meet Colonel Jeff. But what if you can get both? Because I'm not going to lie. Is it both? I'm pretty comfortable. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> and I'm comforted no, by it, I too. really appreciate the fact that yeah. they're concerned about, hey, if you're going to be pulling a gun at night, you should be able to see what you're you shooting. Yeah. Kind of important. Yeah. It's really important. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, It's like biblical justice kind of important. Oh, absolutely. It's like you know. theonomist important. Kind of Come important. on, pretty yeah. Yeah. Obey the word of God. Yeah. Um, kind of important. Yeah, protect, I feel God right so there. If, protect if, life. Uh, this past um, summer. Yes. You, you remember? You remember Knox? Remember this past I, summer? I Toby, feel, do you remember this past summer? I still feel this past summer. Which uh, Toby? Toby's like, what are you guys fixing to do to me? What are you guys last, fixing to do to me? Last summer, oh, I did a lot of things. So this, this past summer, we went golfing. <laughs> <laughs> and we, Silver. hallelujah, and, and Gold, we, hallelujah, <laughs> good, hallelujah. <laughs> and oh. we filmed the golf outing. Oh, this and, was, this and was this was gold. Hallelujah. This is epic. This was uh, we filmed the golf outing, and and one of the. We all kind of we I had think, our moments where we shot I, well and you know, I don't know. hit I think, the ball well. What are you this, calling? Is it shot well? Yeah, I know that's funny. We got a few home runs, we got a couple few, touchdowns. Yep, and uh, only a few double dribbles. Yep, and and Toby had some great assists. <laughs> well, Knox's golf cart skills are amazing. Uh, are I mean, you done? No, we aren't done yet. His golf cart skills are. You, you let him. You let. You know about this. You I let, did. You let him. He, he did. I talked him into it. I and, thought this. We were all sworn to secrecy on this one. And no, so no. make sure the volume's up because the volume's a little low on this video. So make sure the volume's up. So so here's a a snapshot of Knox's golf cart driving skills. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Oh, oh. 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 And you just drive off. <laughs> that was amazing. Play it again. Wait, we got we got to do it one more time. <laughs> All right. Why not? All right. yeah, yeah. So, Are you so watch on your left hand screen. The you golf know, cart's you don't gonna have come this in slow motion. I should have. I totally oh. should have slowed right. no, it down. It's okay. We're good. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Man, look at that. Look how smooth that is. Are you done? <laughs> I mean, it's like you never even fell off the cart. Oh man! So, like you were gonna roll that cart. That's what. That's why you had to. Right. You had to yeah. bail out because yeah. that golf cart was gonna roll. Thank you for coming to my defense. Yeah. <laughs> but let me tell you, there's there's more to this story before him. So Pastor Toby had I, left us right go, before the gone. No, I was gone. And so the anointing had departed. <laughs> I just want everybody to know I wasn't driving this a golf what, course. This is what happens when the pastor right. leaves? The pastor left, and I just the, the Ichabod was on the back of the cart, and so I'm, I was trying to I'm drive sorry, it, bro. And, and you left me. I'm it was sorry. unbalanced. Man. I'm it was, sorry, brother. It was very wrong. I, 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 I take responsibility. <laughs> and so I had all the audio gear in the cart. And yeah, I was like, did. you know, you didn't want to flip. That. I didn't want to flip the car, yeah. <laughs> destroy the audio gear. Yeah, this and so a... I went up the hill, and I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just gonna jump out. So I jumped out before the car flipped over. <laughs> yep. And I was like, and I, when I felt myself hit the ground, I'm like, I'm not 20 anymore. Yeah. And then I said, you better get up. Right. The, the roll, really the roll was amazing because your legs just kind of went like this, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a <V>. like straight <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, my, I was like, I can, I'm gonna keep up, you know, get underneath yeah. my, myself, and my feet are gonna. Yeah. And it, I was like, you know what? No. I'm not as fast as I thought yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you better just roll the, into the it. The mind is 20, but the body it is not. It was not 20 anymore. And I'm going to tell you something. It took me six weeks to recover from this. Whoa. <laughs> I, I Whoa, literally had wow. to have like two so, knee braces uh, on. This is, this is yeah. late breaking news yeah. on Cross Politics. So, I don't so, even know why we played that clip. Are we done? I don't know. Are you done? No, it's, it's great. It does kind of lead us into our interview, though. <laughs> <laughs> It's really closely connected. 
Oh, so, man. So um, if uh, we could have A.J. Hurley on the line, we'll get to an intro with him in a, in a minute. Uh, but we got a, a video clip that I want to play for you guys. Um, A.J. was a nurse. Respiratory Re- registered respiratory, respiratory therapist. therapist. Registered respiratory therapist. And last week got fired from his hospital, uh, UCLA. Uh, and But uh, when he was kind of getting escorted out of the hospital, uh, his videos basically kind of started to go viral um, for that. So let me, oh, the video is about seven minutes long, so go find it. Yeah. Share it. Yeah. Okay. Share it on Facebook. AJ share it wherever you can. AJ Hurley. Share the video, but I'm going to, we're going to play we're a couple minutes. We're going to have it in the notes as well. Yeah. We'll link put the to link notes. to notes and all that. Um, but here is a, just kind of a, a shrunken down clip of, of what happened. What's up, everybody? So I am being ushered out of my place of business, no, my work. Yeah. On my end. I got brought in the office while during work taking care of patients like I normally do, like I've done for the last year and a half. And now I am being ushered out of my own place of work like I'm an animal, like I'm a sick dog. And whereas my employer, Jeff Davis, hanging his head at back of there in shame, putting me and my family on the street, unable to feed my family now because that individual right there is just following orders. Mm. This is shameful. No, sir, I will not. You have to do that for now, okay? Or what? We're asking you to leave you properly. You he can't. already asked you, so now he's asking me. So, well, so you're going to have to get me out of here. You're going to have to... We can just call you go, go for it. Okay. I'm getting <laughs> ushered out of here right now because... I don't have a freaking vaccine, and they're firing me. Shameful, dude. Utterly shameful. This is how it's going to go down, huh? Wow. Shameful, Jeff. I just want everybody to know now... I'm getting ushered out of here working after working seven years at this place because I don't have an experimental vaccine in my body. I risked my life during COVID for the last year and a half at this institution for this community in Los Angeles. And now what is the thanks I get? Because I won't inject an experimental vaccine in my body. Now they're, they're, they're going to usher me out like I'm some kind of criminal and rabid dog out of this institution that I've put my blood, sweat, and tears, and now this man and the rest of the UC is going to put me and my family on and on the street without my freaking family's ability to feed themselves. This is shameful. The UC and everybody that works here should be ashamed of themselves. This is ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous, Jeff. Utterly ridiculous. There is no science. You can give COVID and get COVID with the vaccine. There's absolutely zero reason to mandate this. Wow. What else do you have? So, good for you. I support medical freedom, ma'am. Apparently, it only goes one way. My rights are violated, but since you got the jab, you're fine. I risked my life in, for a whole year and a half without a freaking vaccine. Risked my life for this institution and the people of this community, and this is what I get. Now my, my, my stinking family has to go without food on their table because the people of this UC want to eject me out and usher me out like I'm some kind of freaking rabid dog. This is ridiculous. You should be ashamed of yourselves. You all should be ashamed of yourselves. Mm. Wow. Wow. A.J. Hurley, National yes, Registered sir. Respiratory Therapist, medical field for 18 years, worked at UCLA as a respiratory therapist for seven years. Is that right? Yep. He's been working with COVID-19 patients in the COVID ward the entire pandemic. <laughs> he serves also as a director of Survivors of the Abortion Holocaust, a pro-life ministry seeking to end evaluating organ harvesting. Uh, he's married. A.J., thank you for joining us on Cross Politic. Thanks so much, guys, for having me. It, I, it's it's funny. I mean, the video obviously was super, super gnarly. And um, I like to say that I'm normally not that mean. <laughs> but um, I, I just can't I can't um, even imagine I'm, I'm here with you guys now. I mean, it, it I, it's I can't imagine the, the providence of God 
to mm. bring me here now. I mean, you guys, you, you joked about it earlier, but literally I'm, this happened to the, oh, I mean, I already followed you guys. Like, look, <laughs> my God. Oh, hey, no. Hallelujah. Gold. I, Hallelujah. I, 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 thought wearing, Hallelujah. I thought about wearing the shirt, but when I mean business, I put on my cowboy boots in my Hawaiian shirt. Okay. There you go. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I know you got a couple of books out. over there too on the side. It looks like that that's, you got that's the mission of God. That's yeah, Joe Boot. Joe Boot and the mission of God and the doctrine <laughs> of the lesser majesty. <laughs> so Dude, this this book changed my life. Mm-hmm. Wow. Shameless wow. plug for uh, Matt Trujillo. Now, so, <laughs> am, is, do you also do jujitsu? Am I right about that? Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a purple belt in, in Brazilian jujitsu. Whoa! So, yeah, was, a, was purple like like lower or higher? White. <laughs> help, help me out with the colors. <laughs> White, blue, purple, brown, black. Okay, yeah. so he's right up there, like wow. over half. I've been training for about five years. Wow. So basically, you went easy on the UC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you didn't play the rest of the video when I got assaulted by the police, uh, uh, the uh, the campus security. Wow! Uh, which which I really really retained, uh, you know, praying for the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is self control in that yeah. moment. But, yeah. um, what did they do to you? Yeah, man. What did they do? What, what, what the campus? How the campus crusade? Uh, campus crusade. <laughs> how did the campus security assault you? Um. Yeah, I was just very slow to leave. I wanted to make my point, and yeah. uh, they told me to leave, and I said no. And uh, he just assaulted me from behind and tried to. I was recording. They didn't want. They really did not want me to record. Wow. And so they tried to snatch the phone out of my hand. He shoved me from behind and just pushed me out of the medical facility. Wow. Yeah. AJ, could you do me a favor and start from the beginning in this? Go like, back. go back for sure. from, to actually when the twenty twenty. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah to the beginning of the whole situation. So you're hearing about a virus probably coming from China. Just yeah. walk me from that all the way to that moment that we just got done watching yeah man i mean you know god's sovereign but it was it was a it was a terrifying time and we we had no clue people were coming in i mean the most barbaric things that were happening but for from us to try to protect ourselves i mean if you in the beginning we were so scared of this virus that like if you happen to drop dead of a heart attack uh during the first initial couple months they weren't transporting you to the hospital and working you up, they would actually pronounce you dead there. And so you had to survive long enough to get into the ambulance. And then if you died there, they would transport you, but they would not do CPR and breathing until they put an advanced airway in called an ET tube. Whoa. And because they were so afraid of the chest compressions and the rescue breathing that it would blast the virus out. And we had no clue how dangerous it was. So, I mean, people were literally, I I saw just the most barbaric things happening um, with this. And we honestly, we had no clue if this was Ebola like, you know, uh, danger or the the level of virulence. We had absolutely no clue. And so, We were just taking every single type of precaution. And I was, you know, literally going to work every day and um, wondering if I was going to contract this myself or even worse, take this home to my my wife and my family. My elderly parents and everything, you wow. know, that I see. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was it's just crazy. I, I've worked this entire thing. So I don't know. A lot of people don't know what a respiratory therapist is. But, yeah. Um, we manage the life support breathing machine. So we put people on life support, manage that breathing machine, breathe for them while they're on it. Right. Make sure their lungs uh, in COVID and ARDS uh, type of um, disease process, the lungs get really stiff. So we have to modulate how much air and pressure and, um, you know, a volume that we give these, these patients during, uh, during their intubation time on the ventilator. And it's so it's a whole field that a lot of people don't know. They miss people usually just know about doctors and respiratory or doctors and nurses, but RTs often go by the wayside. But we, we, I mean, I have just as much education time uh, as a nurse does. Uh, it's just a different specialty. Yeah. So, so 18 years, so 18 years you've been in, in this field or just in the medical field. And then the last seven years you've been serving at the hospital as a respiratory therapist. Yeah. So I, I, um, I was an EMT for, um, about, uh, 10, 11 years. Okay. So, um, 
and then I worked on an ambulance for a while. Um, I worked in a few ERs as ER, ER tech, yeah. uh, kind of did that while I was going to school, getting my undergraduate degree and then going to RT school after. So, so you don't really sound like an expert. I don't know if I should really like give you much <laughs> to listen to you. I mean, it sounds like Fauci is an expert. I'm a but someone who's like been in the field for like 18 years and I'm, respiratory I therapist. Apologize. I apologize, AJ. I just. <laughs> so the, the virus hits kind of. You guys are in there. You guys are working, saving people's lives for the first year here. When the vac- when they hear about the vaccine somewhere in the middle of this, you're already saving people's lives. Did you ever for think sure. that there was going to be some sort of mandate that you guys had to have the vaccine in order to work? I mean, you know, you know I, 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 I'm kind of all, all already on the same line of reasoning that you guys. I've seen, I see tyranny in the government everywhere. That from unjust taxation to, you know, you name it. I mean, uh, and so. I knew all along that they were going to use this as a, as a tool for, you know, more power grab and totalitarian control, man. I mean, the politicians, they care about money and power. And so I knew all along, um, I, I didn't initially, I didn't really know how bad this thing was going to be. And the, the level of like, people understand, like you don't just, it's not just that you get exposed to the virus that makes it deadly, but how much of the virus also, like how much of the viral load you're exposed to mm. also matters as in terms of mortality. So like if you are exposed to somebody for 10 days, like a wife and you're taking all that viral load in, and then they're in asymptomatic at that point or something, um, the level of the virus that you actually consume is also a very uh, dangerous thing. So I, I mean, just as a nature of being in my field, um, I just taking huge amounts of exposure to uh, COVID-19. And uh, so, you know, whether it was a good decision or bad decision, I, I decided to uh, to get the vaccine early um, as in like February of this year. Um, in hindsight, I probably wouldn't have done that. But um, the unique story with me is I knew that they were going to use this to fire people and to mm. the government, I knew they were going to use this to put us under their boot. And so I did not disclose that information to my employer. Um, huh. And my plan the whole time was, you know, um, just medical freedom and uh, standing with those who chose not to get the vaccine. And if that meant uh, that I was going to be let go, um, then so be it. Wait, so. so then so you got the vaccine. Did not mm-hmm. disclose that to your employer because it is really none of their business. And, and yeah, so that's right. So then how, how do you get to the point where you're getting esc- you're getting <laughs> right. you know, frog yeah. marched to the door? A lot. A lot of people are con- confused about this because even in my speech, obviously, if I'm getting escorted out, you know, because I've chosen to not disclose my vaccination status, I can't in my speech tell them I'm vaccinated. Right. Right. So um, what happened was I wrote a religious exemption early on, and for the longest time, they didn't bug me, never bugged me, okay. actually the entire time. Um, and I couldn't find out why they were bugging everyone else except for me. Mm. Um, and so I, I never really wrapped my head around that, whatever. Um, but I was like, okay, I got my religious exemption. I don't know why they're not sending me constant emails asking me for testing and all this stuff. But I'm like, okay, cool. So what ended up happening is two of my colleagues, Dr. Rake, and my friend uh, Tara, who's a nurse, um, were escorted out and fired um, for not taking the vaccination, and they didn't have the religious exemption. And honestly, guys, like I just in my bottom of my heart, like I just I was crushed and I was convicted that I was relying on a medical exemption when people that I have gone through this whole thing with the pandemic were yeah. losing their jobs over this. Yeah, right. And so, whether it was a good decision or not. Um, you know, I, I, I got a hold of employee health and said, listen, I want to let you know that I'm rescinding my religious exemption. Uh, this is a matter of, uh, 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 re- uh, this is a matter of medical freedom and personal rights. And so I would like for you to rescind my religious exemption. I get a phone call from employee health and the guy goes, what do you mean you're vaccinated? And to my shock, I'm like, what, how do you know that? And he says, well, we have access to your medical chart. Shut and up. so they violate my HIPAA rights because I have a UCLA 
uh, doctor and I work at UCLA and, um, uh, you know, for my employment. So what they did was accessed my medical uh, records in the system without your permission, without my knowledge, without my consent, violated all of my medical privacy rights. Wow. And then use that as a means of information as to whether they were going to fire me or not. And without my knowledge, cleared me. This is this so, is a whole new level okay, Marxism. Okay, before don't forget where you're at right now in the story. Pause right there okay. for a second. This okay. is like China social credit Marxism. Yeah, seriously, don't forget this. Big I want to first yeah. of all, there's a couple things I want to say about you, bro. First of all, for you to see this happening, not knowing that this has already taken place, but deciding still to pick a fight with the bully, yeah. says yeah. something about That's good. the yeah. integrity. And this is what and I'm not men need to know what it's like to carry a gun and be ready to defend people and know how to fight because it makes a certain type of man that does this very thing. Mm-hmm. When you see there's a fight with the bully and you see that your friends are getting picked on, you just jump into action regardless of what your situation is. This is right and this is wrong and this is where I'm going to plant my flag at. Mm-hmm. And for you not to know any of this, but because of certain disciplines that are in place, the godly disciplines in place, you're, you're picking a fight that you really you don't have any stake in. Because in, in one sense, I don't have a problem with someone actually putting forth a religious exemption it, it, and continue absolutely. to work. But to yeah. rescind that so and, that you uh, can and to identify with your friends. Yeah. That, no, that's, that's anyway, good. I just thought that was, that's, that's commendable. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, and from a moral perspective, I don't, I don't tell that to my friend. Like, I don't get all my friends for doing that. That's, yeah. that's their business. But I think God just made me a fighter and, um, and I just, I had to follow my convictions in that regard. And, and I think God's blessing it. I mean, I'm talking to you guys, which is pretty cool. So, um, so, so you get, you get fired, you get canned after, so you got to finish the story. Yeah. Like, so you, you yeah. tell them, yeah. how do you know? And they say, oh, we got your medical records. They, com- yes. they completely, they got into your private medical Unbelievable. records without yes. your knowledge. The government would never do that. And so then what do you say to that? So first of all, um, I have all of this in writing too. So they're totally screwed. Okay. Um, it just depends on whether, Good. you know, I mean, all this is going to be battled out in court and what they can do because of the fact that we're in a pandemic and all these rights that they're normally from executive order stripping away from people. But if I did that, let's just put it in on context, right. context. If I did that as an employee, if I went into my supervisor's medical chart, acquired his vaccination status, and then use that to my own, for my own devices, I would be immediately fired. Right. But the UC does it for, for some reason they are in the clear wow. and they're using it to, to literally take people's ability to feed their families away. Um, so just to, before I get on my soapbox, let me just tell the rest of the, the story. Yeah. So um, they, uh, I write them back and say, listen, my medical information is absolutely none of your business. Please do not violate my HIPAA rights. You do not have the right to get into my chart or acquire any of my medical information. As far as I am concerned, you need to treat me as unvaccinated because that information is absolutely none of your business. Wow. The very next shift, halfway through my shift, I'm brought into the office. They tell me I'm no longer working there unless I comply with the COVID vaccine um, mandate to, Stupid. to give them my my COVID vaccine uh, status. Uh, Ultimate bureaucrat. And they ushered and they said, you know, we need to, and I said, well, can I finish the rest of my shift? And nope. Uh, they ushered me out by security and uh, violently ushered me out right. of my hospital where I've worked and, and served the community of Los Angeles for the last seven years. Wow. What was your, what was your um, boss doing in the video? You pointed at your boss who was hanging his head. Oh, yeah. whatever. What was I he mean, saying to you? Um, you know, I just called him out. I, I just said, you know, that basically you're complicit in this. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> this is the, the whole doctrine, the lesser magistrate thing, right? It's like a higher official can't enforce tyranny unless uh-huh. The people under them actually um, comply, right? And so what I said to him was, just following orders, Jeff. Does that sound familiar? Just following orders, Ooh. huh? Wow. And, wow. Um, and so, you know, the, the other thing that's just crazy to me is they could have called me and told me not to come to work, mm-hmm. you know? 
They, nah. they could have let me know. I got, I got zero, I got zero notice, wow. no email, no, no notification. They come in, and this is the third person they've done this to that they made a public spectacle of them. Um, they are the pariah. Uh, they have the red, you know, the scarlet letter, right, yeah. and they parade them in front of their colleagues and everything, and just and making a statement. Dig- as a dictator, you know, right. and made a public spectacle of us. Um, and um, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. So AJ, what, what's the response been? What, what day was this? What? This was Monday. Okay. So it's Friday. Yeah. So this was about okay. what? Four, okay. Four, four, four. So, now we're, we're actually Sunday night now. So, yeah, but so, yeah. But so oh, you, yeah, true. So you, you, this happens on Monday and you, you do this video, this, this, um, you know, was it Facebook live or something like that? You're, 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 um, Yep, I do a Facebook Live, and, um, and then what? What? What's been the response? Overwhelming support. I mean, it's funny because I, I thought that it would be a um, a mixed bag. I thought, and I've got, of course, a couple of trolls. And this is how demonic the world is, right? So you'll even have a, a certain subset of Christians. Like the most demonic thing, guys, that I heard all week was that you're less than a. A believer because you won't take care of your family <laughs> right that that how demonic is that so that much for bunion that we bought this lie yeah that the state owns us right and they can tell us where to go how to worship when to worship my church they told us not to sing when they opened up for two weeks in california right. and I refused to go to my church at the time because I told my pastor, I will not comply with this. Wait, wait, did, and, wait, wait, time out. Did your pastor comply with this? Um, yeah. And we've, we've been through a, a lot together through this. And um, I think God's used me to kind of, he opened up a lot earlier, I think, than he would have. But man, it's, it's rough out here, guys. I mean, yeah. it, there's not a whole lot of us left. California right. is just, it's Ichabod, man. The glory has departed. The days of Rush Dooney and everybody are over, man. Wow. And um, so, but what I like to say to men is you have to understand that God is over the three areas of government, right? And he is sovereign Lord over every area. And so a lot of people don't understand when, when they come to an issue of what the state is mandating on them or what their employer authority mandates on them, they have no framework. It's like a puzzle piece that ha- that puzzle that's not put together yet. They don't know where the, pu- until you get a certain picture, a framework, you can't, you don't understand where the puzzle piece is. And so when one's not aligned, you don't know where to go. But once you realize it's so simple, family, state, the civil realm and church, right? Three areas of government that God has instituted. God is sovereign over every single one of these and every single one of these, they, they answer to him and get their marching orders. And as to how far that they can go from his divine law. And we have a society have abandoned the foundation of, of the moral principles of God. If you, I say this all the time, but if you don't have a lawgiver, if you've rejected the Logos and his word, then if God isn't God, the state is God. And if the state is God, then the state can give you rights. And if the state can give you rights, they can take those rights away. That's right. And And that's where we're at. Exactly. Men need to realize that you have to take control of your personal government and your family and the audacity of the state to think that they love or are more concerned and have more authority yeah. than me as a father, than love and my wife and my future children do. Yeah. The, right. the absolute gall to think that they can have the audacity to tell me what I can put on my face, what I can put on my body, yep. how I, what I can do for my children. This is wicked, dude. Yeah. Yeah. This is absolutely yeah. wicked. And men need to stand up. Once we realize that, go ahead, Gabe. I see that you're. Yeah, I was just thinking in all this, it's, um, uh, listening to you talk about the, the three governments um, and then thinking practically about what you were doing. It seems yeah. like you were prepared to turn on the video. It seems like you were kind of prepared to be escorted out, or were you still even surprised that you were escorted out? Because you, you were, it, 
you're ready for something. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I thought that this might go down. So, but you can never fully prepare for this. Right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You should know, and, Dave, you were arrested. See how I did that? Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> see, see I mean, from it, experience, it looks yeah. like you were, you were expecting to be arrested. <laughs> he walked up with his hands behind. Well, him. well, <laughs> <laughs> believe me, if I was full, if I was fully prepared, I, I, I would have went, uh, you know, full on gospel proclamation on that. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things I wish I would have said that I didn't. Um, I think that Christians need to stand up on the, the authority of God's word in this because yeah. that's the foundation, right? Yeah. We've abandoned God as a society. And then we wake up one day to a state that thinks that we can mandate what we have in our bodies and tell us whether we can feed mm-hmm. our family or not. And we're that's all right. surprised, right? Yeah. Right. We've rejected <laughs> our God. We've rejected the, the logos. So, so yeah. AJ, help me with something, man. How is your, I, I kind of a couple questions. I kind of want to ask about your wife and how she's dealing with this. Um, how, how is your family managing through this? What does work look like for you in the future? To walk yeah. us into that story a little bit. It's funny, dude, like God's providence in all this. Um, six months ago, I took a, a part-time job as a director of, of a pro-life organization. And um, hmm. so I knew this was coming. And so I had kind of already been divest. I've been working almost full time at the hospital and then doing this also. And um, God in his sovereignty has been preparing me. And I think that has been um, a huge grace. And that's something that I would really encourage any guys that are seeing the writing on the wall, just start preparing. um, Because if you're prepared, you can be bold. God is so gracious to me. And he's given me a wife that is, dude, she is just a rock star, man. She is, (laughs) She's a total fighter and she looks at the bad guy and she says, that's my man. Go. Yeah. And, um, and it's just, uh, she, God, the Lord knew so much better for me than I even knew for myself. And, um, so, but thank you for asking that question. It's been rough, man. I mean, I worked my entire life for this, for this career, you know, right. To be, I mean, I I mean, and and the, I mean, the irony, I mean, I, I know you understand this, but I'm just still sitting over here thinking to myself, He's a respiratory therapist <laughs> Come on, no. who works in the COVID But he's not ward. an expert like Fauci. He's not an <laughs> expert like Fauci. I'm, yeah. I'm just still like, I'm, I'm like, you are like, and, and there's so many ways in which like this whole, I mean, sin is insanity, right? <laughs> yeah. Sin is insanity. Sin is madness and it's suicidal madness. Okay, when we sin, even the like, you know, you're you losing your temper, lust, covet, you know, whatever, envy. These they're they're always suicidal. It's yeah. like you're gnawing on your own leg. Yes, yeah, right. And and, right. and and you're you're shooting yourself in the foot. And and then now we're seeing this on the um, you know grand scale as it multiplies. A culture is is destroying itself. That's right. And so you have a, a situation where you have a hospital. You know, we're being told that hospitals might be overrun. You know, yeah. like, like it, 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 it might, it's, it's an emergency. We <laughs> and we're going to help with, we it. don't have enough beds. And <laughs> right. then, they're, and yeah. then they're, they're, they're escorting the lifesavers out yeah. of the, that they, he's been there for a year and a half. Yep. That's a, right. You know, it, giving himself, um, uh, sacrificing himself, running the risks of taking high viral loads of this inside of his body. Exactly. <laughs> and then, and, and they're, and they're, because he won't do the thing that they're demanding that he do. That they're escorting them out, shooting themselves in the foot. You know what's crazy about this though is that they've been AJ. They've been asking you to put your life on the line this whole time before right. there ever was a vaccine. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I worked an entire year with no COVID vaccine at all. Right. And um and then you know and then I'm fired. I literally they placated about how we're such heroes and right. and then I'm a hero one week and I'm on the street without a job the next. Have you talked to, um, um, do you know how many other people this has happened to? You talked about two of your other friends. Is this so, just, kind of, go ahead. Yeah, there's, uh, there's tons of people at UCLA mm. that do not have this thing, um, but they're all relying on the religious exemption. Yeah. Um, and it's unbelievably just wicked um, what some of these hospitals like Kaiser, they're, they're like the, the framing of their questions on their religious questionnaire is, is just, just, despicable it's disgusting they're they're asking questions like tell us tell us why your covid uh other other than um other than covid what other what other medications do you consume that were made with 
fetal organ parts. Oh my gosh! I, right back. All the ones that were made with fetal organ parts, <laughs> I, I do not consume. Right? <laughs> yeah. like, pr- yeah. Provide me a list and help me out. Yes. Right? Of, so of your medical history. For, yeah, yeah. Of your medical history. I would like to opt out of all of them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. <laughs> and some of them you don't know because they're lying to you. Right. Like we, we haven't yeah. even been fully. I'm not even fully clear on how fetal uh, cell tissues have been I, used I for I the know. current vaccines. No, we've all been. They've been in in production or not in production, tested on, not tested on, all that. AJ, this is the help me with this because maybe I'm missing it. And I could be wrong about this, but the way that I'm seeing it, from the military all the way to the medical um, d- fields, it seems like that the top tier people are the ones who are doing the most thinking as far as the most skilled folks. They're saying, you know what? Even if they're getting a the vaccination, they're still supporting the, the freedom for others. Freedom. Freedom. Yeah, yeah. But they're they're kind of getting pushed to the side. I'm seeing some top tier military guys too, and I'm seeing a lot of people who work in the in the medical industry getting kind of cut off. And I'm thinking. Wait, are we about to have a less sufficient and capable um, medical industry because the top tier is being cut out of it? A hundred percent. Absolutely. Oh. I mean, you're getting what it's doing is they're getting all of the people that are fighters and all the people that are willing to stand up and be free thinkers. Right. And they are excising them wow. from the medical community so that it's filled now with an echo chamber right. of people that think like them wow. and are willing to do what they tell them to do. The medical wow. community, dude, in, in so many ways is just a mafia. And you're seeing it with these frontline doctors. I mean, if you come out and don't follow these protocols, they will. I mean, your career is over. It's, yeah. it's, it's career suicide. And what I did, uh, honestly, it was... Uh, I doubt I'll ever find a respiratory th- therapy job. The, the, the man that, that I worked for that I, that I came, uh, you know, went into and, and lashed into that guy, Jeff is the head of the, the national board or the California respiratory care board. And he's so well connected nationally. So at that point needs to step down. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, right. Is there, I mean, one of the things we've talked about on the show actually is I, I'm hoping that in all of this, there will be a massive realignment. Yes. So that, yeah. I mean, because what you have on the one hand is is the potential that, that, like you're just pointing out, Knox is pointing out, that like you have a massive downgrade in the services mm. that are being offered because all the people are left. All the good people are leaving. It's the echo chamber yeah. that's left. It's the, the people who are not thinking for themselves, who are not courageous, who are not bold. They're the ones that are left in the main, main line. But I'm hoping that the 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 people who are standing up, losing their jobs, are going to realign yeah. and start their own businesses, their own companies. Right. But I know there's, I mean, massive government regulation in, in healthcare, which makes that really difficult. But are you seeing any signs that, like, are there any free hospitals? Are like, we going to start the Hurley Hospital Network? Oh, <laughs> oh man. Um, no, you know, I, I haven't seen any. It doesn't, doesn't mean that there there isn't any, but um, it's going to be a tough bag, man. They... The, the other side, Christians have, we have abandoned the public sphere due to pietism. Yeah. <laughs> and, but the other side, um, the O'Neill Marxists, they are dominionists, man. Right. They have early on gotten into every single vestige right. of society and are running. I mean, this is the very thing that we saw with the tech industry, right? You have like yep. Gab and and um, Parler, and they, they couldn't even like I to this day I don't have Parler app on my phone or Gab because they control it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The the community, the medical community, is that and a hundred times more, man. Right. If you step out, if you speak out, you are ostracized, um, and you you will not have a career. I know here that means a Hurley Medical School is what we need to start because if they're if they're taking over the indoctrination and the curriculum and all this stuff. Well, I mean, I I like AJ and everything, but I want the Jesus Medical Thank School. You. Come Thank on, you. bring it, bring it. But you know, I, I mean, we have a Doctor Story. Yes. he does a, a podcast on the Fight Laugh Feast Network, which you can get on the app. Mere Medicine, um, Mere Medicine. But he's got um he's doing this thing called Direct Primary Care. Um, and I don't know if you've, you've heard about that at all, AJ, but direct primary care is this thing that's kind of outside the, I mean, the I, I'm system. sure there's still laws that pertain, but it's like they don't do the insurance thing. And so you, nope. you, you, but you pay a monthly fee and then you're sort of a member and you have mm-hmm. direct access to doctors 24 seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really um, like it. And, and I know it, it seems like this may be a, an, 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 another way. And I don't know if there's a way to do direct primary care with like, mm-hmm. Um, surgery, if there's a way to do it with you know emergency care, but it seems 
seems like Christians need to be thinking really creative right right now, especially the Christians that are standing up and getting fired. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and like use your gifts to help build uh, free medical care. Oh, yeah. The, the problem is, is you would really have to start your own hospital. And then most of the people that would start these hospitals are, most of these hospitals are taking massive amounts of money from the government, right? Yeah. So if you have federal overreach that, and they are depending upon um, for the, the government te- for, for their existence yep. with this, with that comes strings. Right. Yep. And yep. so uh, I know for instance, in the ICUs with COVID, like there's, there's nothing like that. You would you would ha- you would need an actual hospital um, to go to because there's they regulate it's just it. not possible. They it's regulate. It's not this possible is- to be on a ventilator. It's not possible to to be on all these IV drips and all the the medical necessities to to keep you alive in that sick of an environment. But, but here's the thing: now there's a lot of people who just lost their job. Right. And you Start know, I'm just hospital. trying to act like y'all don't act like we ain't ran moonshine before. Yeah. <laughs> no, I that's like when right. he had an underground railroad that is before. Right. Right. I mean, why, uh-huh. why, yeah, I mean that's, that's what I'm talking about. Where's the black like, market at? Yeah, well, where and where? I mean, where are Christians at that are ready to make that market? Who are willing to? I mean, we, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we see this in a little way also with the Samaritan Ministries. I mean, where Samaritan Ministries is, is not it's a not um, health insurance, but it's Christians caring for other Christians, help helping pay medical bills. It's um, it, it's like I mean, are there ways that Christians can work together and begin building something? But and here's the deal, though. I think we're going to have to be comfortable with it not being approved by everybody else. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're going to have to yeah. start living by a different but, kind but of code. I'm, I'm kind of I'm like I'm almost there. Oh, I'm, I'm like, well. I'm, you're already there. I'm, I've been I, delivering I, my I, own babies. I've been there for a long time. That, 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 that part kind of freaks me out. But, yeah, yeah. but but you know, but absolutely. I mean, that, but that's the thing is like you know they're already murdering babies. Yeah, that's right. They're now you know mm-hmm. mutilating perfectly good human male and female bodies, calling mm-hmm. that medical care. Now they're forcing um experimental medicine on people i mean it's the it kind of the point where it's like i don't like i mean i'm <laughs> I, I don't know what to do like, you know, like, do i call him or do i not call him i mean right now we, we're, that's why i go to dr story the story is the best thing because I, I he's a christian in my church and i trust yeah. him but i think christian, well, he's not compromised and pressured by the yeah. insurance company well, and the medical industrial complex yeah. to prescribe certain ways of exactly, treating things. exactly but i think this is you where know? like again christians need to step it like right now yep. I mean, this is an opportunity and i think there's tons of people like me who are who are, who are just we want good medical care and we're seeing the writing on the wall, not not because we're not in the field, but we're seeing the, the handwriting on the on the wall for care, medical care. And I and I would love to see thousands of Christian medical professionals uh, beginning to explore how can we provide this black market Jesus is Lord medical care. And, yeah, and, and AJ, I'm gonna give you the last word here in a second. But the reason we have to start doing that is because guys like AJ don't work at the hospital anymore. Which means the people with integrity, the people who are going to make the decision to break the law to save a life because that's the most important thing. They're starting to leave the industry. And you're not going to get the kind of life-saving medical care that you need with people who don't have a certain type of integrity. And I want to overstate, I know that there are many conscientious Christians, like AJ mentioned before, who have taken a religious exemption. They're not doing the the experiment. Totally cool with that. And and I know know there's still good people in the system. But, you know, remember back in the day in, in Kings, you got... Um, you got Elijah yes, outside right. the court. That's right. He's 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 you know AJ's our Elijah, but you got you got Obadiah. You got Obadiah yeah. in the court of That's the king right. hiding the prophets. A hundred, right. Over a hundred prophets. Yeah, but I just want to yeah. say something though. Let me just say something that you better be hiding prophets. Exactly. I'm inside the court, but are you? Right. Do you have some prophets underneath the floorboards? That's right. <laughs> Amen. That's there's That's a qualification right. there. AJ, before we go, first of all. I, I, People can find you. What AJ? Do you have Hurley? a lawyer? Do you have a defense fund? What you know? What? Um, I don't. I don't have a lawyer yet. I haven't figured any of that stuff out. Um, uh, so that's something I'm. I'm. But um, you. But you are going to. You, you are going to sue. Oh, a hundred percent. So so be, you all be praying for the lawsuit, yeah. and then um, check out AJ Her, AJ Hurley. How do they follow you if they want to follow you? Um, so I mean, I'm on. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Uh, just. Instagram's AJ Dash Hurley, and my Facebook's just AJ Hurley. You got a picture of me and my smoking hot wife on there. Well, how do I how do I put this? She's 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 hot. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. <laughs> hey AJ, uh, brother, we are pan- we are praying for you, and yeah. I just want to say, brother, you. Um, when you sue them, make sure it hurts. 
Yeah. We, yeah. we need it to hurt. Yeah. And, and, and because, Absolutely. because this is, you love your brothers. That's right, brother. You, you want to love the people, your neighbors. That's right. And that's, you're the, fighting for them. The point is not vindictiveness. No. The point yeah. is, um, make it hurt so that it stops. So that they never do it again. So that our, so that our people are free. That's right. Yeah. And in closing, like, I, I just want to stress to men that are, because I know there's a lot of people that are going to be hearing this. Yeah. They're going to be in my shoes. And the pressure is unbelievably high. Maybe you don't have a wife that's like as cool about this as I, my wife is, but, and she's putting pressure on you. You have to stress how important this is because it won't stop here. That's right. That's right. right. That's right. Uh, amen. Uh, a year and a half ago, they were saying they started with 15 days to slow the spread. And now they forcibly and violently ejected me from my hospital, my place of business and robbed my ability to feed my family. Yeah. If you think that the next thing that they don't come for is your children, mm. you can, you're, you're kidding yourselves. Right. Right. We need to, at this point, be willing to make financial sacrifices. We're at war. We are at war. And we can't love the comforts of this world. We have to make sacrifices for the kingdom and for the future and for God's kingdom and seek his kingdom first. That's the promise, right? right. You seek mm. his kingdom first. Everything's going to be supplied to you. Amen. And um, if you, you know, this Psalm 33 says, happy is the nation whose God is the Lord. Yeah. And um, if you abandon that, you will not have happiness because you'll be serving a, a, a bloodthirsty God who wants tyranny and hates your family. Yeah, but that's so. Old Testament. So yeah, well, <laughs> you know, the other thing is, and I just want to say this, if you're in this battle and you start to fight and you start to realize that your wife doesn't have your back, let me tell you something. Put your short sword and shield down for a second. Yep. Go get things right with your wife. Right. Because mm-hmm. you can't That's fight right. two battles. You need right. to go get yep. that secure. Right. You guys, disciple your wife. Don't be like Adam. <laughs> right. Right. Go disciple your wife and, and bring your wife along and, and, and gently and lovingly bring her to the place so that right. she understands exactly what AJ was just saying is this isn't going anywhere and we, and we need to fight. And then yeah. go pick up your sword because now you got two and you can put yeah. some more to flight. And then they can have some, and, you, and you can have some babies. That's right. And you can Ooh. baptize them. So if you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them until next week. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. This show got me wanting to go fight all over again. All over again. No more getting arrested. Let's do this. I can only do that once. Let's, Let's do not this. Do that Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations. Our most precious commodity is time. No one has ever lied on their deathbed wishing they had spent more time making money. They all wish they had spent more time creating a legacy. Our modern education system steals that legacy, steals that time from our children. That's why I'm passionate about homeschooling. That's why at Classical Conversations, we want to give you more time to create that legacy, follow your passions, and glorify God. Visit classicalconversations.com for more information.